the coffee hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Eddie Bates. We have a special guest today. Um, maybe you've seen a video rotating around Facebook um, or uh, I don't know, YouTube, if you like to just hang out on the in the interwebs, <laughs> interwebs uh, of YouTube searching for things that are Lutheran. Um, there's a video uh, from Matt Whitman and he visits an LCMS church and he is not LCMS. Um, but this video with Matt Whitman and uh, Pastor Will Whedon has been a very popular among our Lutheran circles. And it's, um, I don't know, a lot of people have found it very insightful, even as LCMS Lutherans, mm-hmm. to get another perspective. Well, and to clarify, he's he's doing a series. He's been Correct. visiting other churches as well. And I know that uh, Pastor Sean Smith has uh, has recommended checking out these videos as yes. well, Yes. Right? Yeah, I've watched a few of them. Uh, they're very, uh, it's just very interesting. And he's a very insightful person. So he's joining us by phone today. Welcome, Matt Whitman, to the Coffee Hour. Thanks for letting me hang out with you guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, t- give us your your like thirty second um, elevator speech of of what you what you do. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, I make YouTube content and uh, podcast where I talk about the Bible and theology and church history and all sorts of things like that. Uh, with I wouldn't say irreverence, but hopefully just a <laughs> dose of normal soundingness so that it's accessible for normal people <laughs> kind of like uh how we run our show <laughs> i like that it's called well, the 10 we'll minute great <laughs> i like that it's called the 10 minute bible hour and we're called the coffee hour and neither, neither one of them, of them are a full hour, <laughs> hour so there you go and people Thank like to point you. that out <laughs> uh, yes they do no i it was a throwback to the old radio bible hours which you guys of all people would get and so the folks who've been around church since forever they get it right away then i gotta see what you're riffing on there and the people who don't just think i'm terrible at math and both are right (laughs) yeah same here um so why do you choose to visit different denominations and to really dig into what different church bodies believe well i've been a part of the evangelical free church which is as decentralized a church as you can get while still having a centralized structure so we're not non-denominational i mean we're kind of a a Swedish Norwegian offshoot of traditional Lutheranism dating to the 19th century. So I'm pretty clear on that tradition. I went to school in that tradition, but everything I know about all the other traditions is secondhand. It's, it's hearsay. And usually it's fairly accurate, fairly gracious hearsay, but it's still hearsay. Mm -hmm. And so eventually, you know, it got to the point doing this program on the internet that I could promise people, well, hey, a few people will at least watch. And then more people started saying yes and allowed me to come and take up their time and hang around with them and literally just walk around like a kid and be like, why do you have that thing? Why is that yellow instead of blue? How come that man wears that hat? Those are really the questions that I want to know. And so I guess the most honest reason for why I do it is I want to learn. I genuinely don't know the answers to questions and would like to know. So this was your first visit to an LCMS church, a Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod congregation. Uh, you visited both for a worship service and or for divine service, and then also had a chance to visit with Pastor Whedon afterward. What were you expecting before mm-hmm. visiting for worship? Nothing that looked quite so Catholic. That surprised <laughs> me. I, I knew it would be more traditional and liturgical than what we do. I mean, I'm it's definitely a blue jeans and t-shirt kind of thing where I've always gone to church, which is fine. I don't think that's the only way, but I was surprised at 
just how regimented and planned and participatory all the elements of the service were. And so the other thing that surprised me is usually when I see a church like that, the theology feels very foreign to me. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, if you assume that theology or that theology, then I get why you'd wear that hat. Whereas here, uh, the theology sounded infinitely familiar to me. The expression and manifestation of that was just super different. So it was, it was an odd thing of feeling really, really at home and also feeling like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't, do I stand up right now? What do I do? Give me the book back. I don't know what to do. So yeah, yeah, it felt familiar and foreign all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the middle ground of of things that we 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 tend to walk a line in a lot of places. Um, what what were uh, what did you learn about Lutheranism? I know that you you have a whole video about this, uh, but but what are some of the the big highlights of things that uh, that you learned that maybe you were or weren't expecting? Well, it was really fascinating to talk with with Will and have my mental picture of the Christian family tree disrupted. The same thing happened when I went to an Anglican church and I just started throwing around the word Protestant and both the Anglicans and Will were like, well, I mean, yeah, kinda, but we view ourselves as continuing what was going right in the first place. Whereas when I go and talk with a Pentecostal, somebody from a restorationist tradition, something that started in the 19th century or later, the language is always, everybody was getting it wrong. Then, Gary Miller came along in, you know, Paducah, Kentucky, and all of a sudden we got it right again for the first time since 150 AD. And I'm not trying to make fun of those groups at all, but that very much is the language of of later Protestantism. What was interesting here was the the really crystal clear, compelling case for, uh, no, this is a continuation of what we've done from the very beginning. And this really is the Reformed Church, not the new church, but the Reformed Church that was Luther's vision in the first place. And if I'm butchering it and I learned all the wrong stuff, then I'm super sorry. <laughs> but those things stood out to me. And so I was, I was very surprised at how, much, at how much the LCMS Church was able to lay claim to something much, much older and to demonstrate a continuity. I expected a clean, clear break. That was them. This is us. And now we move forward with a new thing. And instead I saw all kinds of the best elements of what I recognized from the past. And that really struck me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of LCMS churches are also very, um, or I guess churches in general, Lutheran churches in general, um, are very visual places. Uh, and you, and you mentioned participatory things as well. I picked that up from, from watching the video. There's a, our, our, our worship, our divine services are very much, uh, uh, a lot of, you know, following the liturgy and singing and responding. Um, what were some of the, the highlights of, of the visualness, if that's a word, of, of visiting the church and things that stuck out to you um, uh, that, of, of just being in that space? I'm calculating. I'm buffering because I always <laughs> want to be nice and respectful when I do this. And yet I also always want to draw a contrast. I've been around... Uh, a lot of traditions, some of which, you know, some of these videos are out. Some of the videos I ultimately decided not to make based on the, if you can't say nothing nice principle. Um, <laughs> it, this, is a, this is a much more delicate exercise than it might look. And I'll put it this way. I've been around other traditions where Jesus, frankly, just didn't come up at all. Mm-hmm. All sorts of other heroes of the past 
came up a lot. All sorts of other people I really admire came up a lot. But I came away from I came away from some experiences that where I'm not going to publish a video, just scratching my head and thinking, well, how does Jesus factor into your Christian church at all? And so I'm going to sit on those until I can figure out kind of how to frame it in a way that's respectful and kind. But I was really troubled by that. And here, my goodness, what struck me most about the facility, everything was Jesus. In fact, I think we'll use that exact phrase. Mm-hmm. It was very clear that the church's one foundation is, is Jesus Christ. And man, even if I might personally see some of the sacramental questions uh, the church history questions, the Reformation questions a little bit differently. It sure felt like we have that deeply in common. I think you mentioned this in the video that t- typically you would, you know, would look at the space and, and talk about the, the space and what things mean or how it's used, that sort of thing. Then you have a talk about theology. Then you have a conversation about theology. Um, and you, you, yeah. you described how this one was, was slightly different, that they, that they really weren't separate. Oh, yeah, Will just ruined the whole video with his enthusiasm and his absolutely maddening knowledge and concern for theology and history. I want to just walk through and be like, what's that bucket right there? And, well, that's our gold baptismal things. We baptize people there. Cool. What's that pointy thing there? Oh, that's our candle. It's usually usually a little bit quicker, but he was willing. We could have stood at any single thing in the church and done the whole video Mm -hmm. because every single thing in the church to Pastor Will was just a portal into all of Lutheran theology, which I thought was awesome. And it's, I don't want to say frustrating, man, it, it sounds like, it sounds so grouchy. I need to do better here. It, it is not my style and seems very foreign when I go to a church and I'm like, hey, this painting is amazing. What does it mean? And the response is, I don't know. It's, uh, it looks like some kind of angel thing or something. I'm like, oh. Okay, moving on. What's this thing? Uh, it looks like an outfit. Cool. We're not going to get far in this part, are we? <laughs> Whereas with Will, uh, just his willingness to go all the way down the rabbit hole with every single thing we checked out was, well, it it made for a very fascinating sit-down theology video. And frankly, it it just made me feel like I could, without any threat or danger, pick at things a little more and be like, no, I really, really want to know this little bit of nuance and this little bit of nuance and that he wouldn't be threatened or weirded out by that. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Does that, I'm trying to remember the original question. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. 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 The, well, the, the point was that, you know, sometimes you, you talk about the physical things, then you, you sit down and have a conversation about theology, and there was so much that was so connected, and mm-hmm. there was so much history and mm-hmm. theology mm-hmm. in everything. And it, frankly, if your video is less than two hours, then you really got the short version about the font. Because true. <laughs> he could probably talk about the <laughs> baptismal font for at least eight hours mm-hmm. continuously. Probably. So I would not believe how much I had to cut. <laughs> I've, I've, got, I've got three times the video. <laughs> And, and frankly, I had to cut some of it just because For time's sake. we forgot we were on video and we got into insider language. Oh. <laughs> and it got, I think, just unfairly complex and uh, impolitely complex almost. So, so, yeah, there was a lot there. We only have about 30 seconds left. Uh, since you had so much to talk about with Pastor Whedon, will there be more coming uh, from yeah. from him? Yeah, we've got that sit-down theology video. I'm actually editing on that today. So far, everything I've seen is awesome. I think people are going to love it. They can get that at the10minutebiblehour.com or thetmbh.com for short. The 10-Minute Bible Hour is the YouTube channel. And the daily Bible podcast, about 10 minutes at a time, actually 10 minutes 
is just the 10 minute Bible hour podcast anywhere you can get a podcast. Our guest today, Matt Whitman, host of the 10 minute Bible hour podcast. Thanks so much for being our guest on the coffee hour today. It's a treat. Thanks guys. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.